0: So, uh, we're here on the Fortune Kit red carpet with Riley Quinn uh, from Trash Future, and he's Dan's co host on the Bottleman podcast now. And, uh, you know, we've got him here to talk about the Junos because we did the pre Juno coverage. Now we got to follow up now that it happened. But we wanted to start off kind of talking about, you know, Riley, you're in uh, London. Dan, mm-hmm. Quebec, me, and Alex are in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And we're just comparing which country has the stupidest names for things. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we're pretty much in agreement that American beers and stuff like that have insanely stupid names. But, Riley, you're saying – and, Alex, I think you're agreeing that some of the business names in England are, like, top-level stupid?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, like, there's like – there's, uh, for example, like, there's a store um, – like called uh scoff and no, it's a store, sorry. It's like as like, a restaurant, is sort of store. But there's a store in Covent Garden, which is one of the like you know, touristy places. Uh that's just called Scoff and Banter. And it says no, it's like an old timey pub. That
2: sucks. That's it's like so Doctor Who ass shit. I <laughs> yeah, can that's smell so the convention awful. body odor coming off of that.
1: <laughs> it's real bad. Um we we've got stuff like that. I think that's, uh,
0: a, that's a good example of how like American gaudiness knows that it's lowbrow and just accepts that, whereas British gaudy shit is like it pre- it has uh, pretenses to be like highbrow, but it's just really stupid actually.
1: Oh, absolutely. That is that's the case for everything here. I mean, thing. It's also it's like it's um it it's the country that invented having like a town called Scunthorpe, um which is you know quite a. Quite, a, quite, quite a name. You know, it's it's uh, we 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 have a long tradition of having bad names for stuff over here. Um, it's uh, I think America has better bad names for uh, IPAs, weed, and tech companies. Like you guys are world because yeah. that's basically like your main thing, uh, as far as I'm aware. Uh, all, like China does all like this the stuff now. You guys mostly do weed IPAs and tech companies um and you're great at giving them just awful terrible names.
0: Yeah, and if any any one of those categories is going to become truly dominant, it's like the tech company names where I can imagine like a, a lager logger that's just called LGR like with no vowels or something, you know.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, definitely.
2: <laughs> that
0: must Although,
1: exist already. Yeah, it's gotta. Well, there's there's a new there's a new naming convention though uh for um uh, for a lot of like venture capital funded companies uh, where there's now it's like direct to consumer. Like there's the direct to consumer uh, dick pills in Viagra called HIMS. Uh, or there's <laughs> the... Um, yeah. promo well, no oh, t- Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, maybe it's maybe that's another British brand. I don't know. Because uh, there is it's advertised everywhere here. Um, on like, on like, like, like buses and so on. But I think uh, to me, if, you, if it, like was, D- British, if it up, was British, that it would have a,
0: um, a name that thinks it's more clever than it is like long men's or something, you know?
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh uh, 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 like, um, like, like hard and hard and stiff of
3: London.
0: Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> hard and hard, would, <laughs>
3: hard would be spelled with an E at the end of it. Oh, yeah. of course. Yeah. Uh, stiff with a Y. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, dude, you just you just made that real. Someone's gonna do that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's fantastic. Look, I mean, this is this is just so not far removed from what life in Britain is really like.
3: (laughs) Well, Toronto, Toronto has a similar aspect with like naming restaurants. Like Toronto famously just has some of the dumbest restaurant names, like you know, tie away home. Uh, Ugh. A coffee shop called Grounds for Divorce. Um, uh-huh. Oh, you just, guys need
0: to... You to oh. get a... Wolf Prey needs to get a cut of that.
3: That's they right. They must have
2: come up with every coffee pun by now. In the uh, last 30 years. How, have, how are there any left?
3: Uh, being around the world. Like... <laughs> There's a place near me. Flicking the bean, uh, is that taken? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well,
1: there's the a bean. place near me called fuck Offy, and it's like this coffee is not for snowflakes. Oh god. Um, oh, so it's like if you if your coffee is gonna trigger your pronouns, but like they don't even have like an association with like war criminals. Like right, you guys' right. versions of that coffee brand do. It's just a coffee shop that's like, you know, trying to, you know, trying to like Yell at everyone on the street, and again, it's it's and it's like in a majority Muslim neighborhood as
3: well. God, <laughs> very cool.
0: I did encounter that once in my years of working at Groupon and having to look up random local businesses around the country. I one time came across a similar thing. I can't remember the name of the business anymore, but it was like a specifically right wing coffee shop that marketed itself as like free thinkers allowed in here. You know, how come coffee shops are a meeting place for lefties? You know,
1: the original classical liberals all met in coffee shops. We're going to we're going to bring back the
3: tradition of Voltaire. We are we are reclaiming this space (laughs) so we could talk about age of consent laws over some That's like exactly
0: what we were talking about on the last episode, how the National Review has to make one random reference to like Greek mythology or something to show how grounded they are in Western tradition. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there. Oh, yeah. I was I was thinking about that yesterday because like, you know, you see those accounts that just post those trad accounts that post like trad architecture. It's kind of a it's kind of like a conservative thing. Yeah. Those are so funny, man. And I was I was flipping through them and it occurred to me like I've seen the future that they want because it exact it actually exists and and that future is called Skopje 2014 in which the city of Skopje Macedonia decided that it would basically turn its downtown core into a giant fuck you to Greece by building uh, uh. Ukrainian style like casinos but in a classical sort of motif and it it's like. <laughs> It is, oh, uh, man. yeah, yeah, it's very, like, low pixel rate, too. <laughs> like, it feels like all the stuff they built never finished rendering. It's amazing. Well, yeah, because
1: <laughs> they didn't build it. They just copied it directly from, like, the Google Images uh, landing page that going on to the page itself, uh, yeah. which is how stuff looked back then before things were high res. Did exactly. they ever get
2: around to rebuilding Pella from Alexander the Great's time? Maybe they should build that again.
3: Well, they do have the world's biggest Alexander the Great statue in the in the middle of the town square. Um, again, is kind of a fuck you to the Greeks. So,
1: well, it's uh, m- much beloved by um, in fact a frequent frequent uh, um, a hobby horse of the bottlemen uh, <laughs> Tyler Brule's monocle magazine for uh, no reason.
3: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. It's, uh, yeah, you can get a lot of Hinoki wood uh, uh, chachkis in Skopje.
0: I think um speaking of things that seem like poorly rendered uh low bit rate versions of real things fe- the...
3: Frequency Fest is that what we're talking?
0: Oh sure. <laughs> I was going to I was going to go to the Junos with with band names like Manila Grey, Peach Pit and Young Bombs. But yeah, we could go to the Junos too or the, sorry the Frequency
1: too. Yeah, cuz you were recently in New York, weren't you?
0: Uh indeed. And actually it was fun. Yeah, yeah so uh I think yeah. Uh, everyone at Frequency had a really good attitude about how it was basically like a live test in a way of like, you know, every, yeah. something was obviously gonna go wrong because it's just a brand new platform and in an era where no one's done a show in over a year. So it's all, everything was sort of by the seat of the pants and, uh, you know, just figuring out problems as they arise. But I think it was like super fun and, uh, more or less it went really well.
3: I like. I like that uh Andrew's uh light up glasses created some kind of ambient hum on yeah. the screen. That was that was really cool. That's
0: what we've heard, but we couldn't hear it in person, so I don't know how like intrusive it was. But.
1: Uh was it? it was um it was a it was a Havana syndrome weapon. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. They that's paid a, us a, that, uh, to do that. Yeah, that's so. When every when when when, when you guys were all saying, "Ah, oh, I've got a stomachache," it was because of the Havana syndrome yeah. stuff. It wasn't <laughs> just a bit this time.
0: Like Kurt told me, and Dan confirmed that uh, our mics were just hot for like 20 minutes before we started.
3: Yeah. So
0: I don't know what we were talking about, but uh, people should have to pay us for that extra content. it's, uh,
3: it's oh, like yeah. it's, it's like hearing the demo of a great song, you know? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, as the only thing I can recall is that Felix was asking for coffee and we were just uh, nagging him and, and uh, deciding who's going to have to go get it for him. But other than that, I don't remember what we talked about.
3: So how do you how do you feel after after spending time in the, the biggest city in the world and then and then coming back to Chicago? You know?
0: Yeah. Like- well, actually, my thing now, I've changed my mind about how New York's a big city. Now I think E1 can easily play these small towns like New York City where all these hicks don't know any better, but E one's <laughs> never gonna make it in like Beijing or Delhi or Tokyo, you know, the real big cities. <laughs> that's
3: right. No, it's well you e- you gotta start with the B markets, right? That's that's the yeah, secret. Yeah, we're to, working our to way up there. Just build yeah. your fan base uh, in places like Indianapolis, uh um, you know, like Fargo uh, Tarahan. Eugene, Oregon, Eugene, Oregon, yeah, New York city. <laughs>
1: yeah. Look, Hey, look, buddy. All right. You know, maybe, you know, one day you think you can make it big and you can play the civic arena and Batar, Mongolia, but, and, but that they, they will <laughs> bite your head off there. If you don't come with an, with an absolutely perfectly tight hour of podcasting, they yeah, are a discerning we, market.
0: If we show up in overalls with a big piece of wheat in our teeth, and we're hooting in a jug for an hour they're gonna get they're gonna laugh us off the stage
1: yeah that that hey that may fly in new york all right but (laughs) over in in mongolia you can't be doing that
0: only e1 could go to mongolia
1: yeah
0: (laughs) yeah i think it was fun um and they're gonna put up the e1 and chapo sets at some point soon so that's nice but uh yeah it was fun uh you know, friend of fortune, Kit uh, Zola Jesus was there, and her set was insanely good. Very good, yeah.
3: Yeah, that was amazing. It's I, kind I of, you really know, like Branson.
0: The... Uh, Branson's like not a music person, you know, but during her set, he was just like, "Holy shit!" Like she's such a like insanely good singer. Uh, like even Branson was blown away, you know. She was
2: hollering like crazy, and then she like got back on the mic singing, and it was perfectly fine.
3: It was yeah. just her on stage too, which I thought was kind of amazing. Like she really commanded the stage. It's hard to do. Yeah, I
0: respect her uh her willingness to take her discography and just rework it a million different ways. Cause I know she's done like string quartet type of shows before, plus like her normal shows, plus something like this solo. Like she's good at mm-hmm. commanding any of those like environments, you know?
3: I liked uh 95 bullies too, who are or sorry, 95 bulls. That'd be
1: an interesting name though.
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's uh yeah, that's like a middle school punk rock band, 95 Bullies. <laughs> but uh 95 Bulls, they were rad. They were um uh like a late addition to the to the festival and I thought they I thought they killed it.
0: I feel bad that and, we left for maybe like an hour and a half or 2 hours in the middle cuz we missed Sean Evans from Hot Ones. Uh if we knew he was going to be there, we could have just begged him to let E1 go on Hot Ones until he got mad at us.
2: I still say you guys should have got u two to play.
3: Yeah, we blew it. Well, Bono wanted to donate all the money to charity, and I wanted to give Charles some money. So, yeah, exactly. You know, that was that was the ideological split there.
0: They're too public-spirited.
2: Bono just steals all that money for Ireland. It's true. <laughs> they're just rolling yeah. in money, because they steal all of it. They say it's for Africa.
3: Yeah, that's why that's why the Irish are obsessed with green, the color green. They're, they're talking about money. Greenbacks. <laughs> you
2: know? Yeah, look at leprechauns.
3: Uh, american dollars
2: i had a great uncle who was a leprechaun he was not invited to my birthday party because he would just be grabbing shit off the table
3: (laughs) like the winkster especially if you got a gift
0: of gold for your birthday
3: winkster is kind of leprechaun adjacent
0: yeah he's uh is he irish coded i think he kind of was maybe like kind of clown slash irish
1: um yeah well, I mean also the other thing you, you can't forget is that um you know it's it, it the, the the reason that like 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 no one can rent anywhere in Ireland is because Bo- uh, Bono uh, has taken all of that money and he's just rented every every property he's bought it all he's just he's poured that money into the housing market so that he can and he says you know it's like it's, it's like he's trying to turn Ireland into like just a, a place where the world's poorest can congregate. But we all know he's just he's starting his own chain of ball pit bars
3: there. Yeah.
0: And even yeah. if you could afford uh, a place to live there, it'd be hard to find it because the streets have no name. But
3: Hey. Ooh. You
2: can complain for years that uh, English landlords controlled all the land there. And now an Irish guy
1: owns it. Yeah. This yeah. is what you wanted. Yeah. Bono was the compromise, yeah. and the yeah. and
3: the trade off is that because he owns your house, uh, he's legally allowed to just barge in at any hour of the day or night, and uh, you know, with his acoustic guitar, and um, ask you what you think of uh, the new U two songs.
1: Well, that's basically like their main way that U two sort of stayed like popular and relevant was by barging into everyone's iPods, uh, just uh, that that and that's that just came pre- but that's still happening that they still come preloaded with a I th- u2 album think that
0: was the only time they did it because it was such a disaster but it was amazing that they ever did that in the first place
2: it was very, <laughs> very poorly received
0: <laughs> i think though uh in canada you could probably still get away with it you know like mm-hmm. uh we get the juno winner for uh you know the fan choice winner of the year just preload that on canadian
1: phones uh, and, and of course, who could who could forget who the fan choice winner of the year from the Juno Awards is? You know, Do you, uh, looking at it, I was about to
0: ask if you can guess, but then I was stunned that there were ten options for who to pick, and it's kind of like the uh, the Oscars went to ten instead of five, right? I wonder if that was a local uh, Canadian controversy having ten nominees for this prestigious award.
1: Mm, well, I mean that's so that's that's quite a you know a, a hefty chunk of the country. Um, I I mean, if I try to think of, uh, because is this like globally popular, like a globally popular recording
3: artist would get. The winner of of, of, this
0: actually is known outside of Canada, but a lot of Mm -hmm. the nominees are not.
3: Okay. Um, Many of the nominees are not.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. A majority are not. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. More than 50%. I'm going to guess baby no money. Yeah. uh, I think, I think it was, um... Uh, 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 Snow did that song Informer.
0: <laughs> it's, uh, Shawn Mendez, who oh, is I really, I... he's really, uh, like the type of artist who someone like Baby No Money and Young Gravy are ripping off, you know?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: Just kind of like what constitutes today's most sort of generic, like, radio pop singer. Like, I think... Like- well, first of all, actually I misspoke. When I called this the Juno Fan Choice Award, I misspoke because it's actually the Juno Fan Choice presented by Freedom Mobile Award. <laughs>
1: oh, well, this <laughs> changes things. Freedom the, the, Mobile. N- n- that, well, that I know that Sean men that Sean Mendez has sold out like this. My opinions are a pretty are I've been have been shifted Diminished. I think quite uh, substantially. Yeah. Come on, Sean. I th- it used to be about the music. Um, I got, but also, it's very I got, it's very funny that Freedom Mobile would be presenting the uh, Fans Choice Awards, given that like isn't isn't Freedom Mobile one of those like fake telecom monopoly busting companies that's actually just like wholly owned by Rogers? Yes, <laughs> yeah, great, awesome. Canada yeah. is. I, I, I've said this before, a million times in the bottom, but Canada is such a fake country. <laughs>
0: Yeah, also calling it Freedom Mobile is a little bit on the nose when you have no choice in a monopoly. <laughs> yeah,
1: but, uh, no, sorry. If uh, sorry, I was sort of owned by Rogers. It's owned by Shaw, which, as we oh, all okay. know, is, yeah.
3: <laughs> is materially different. Totally different thing. Yeah, so I... It's not not as
1: though one of those is acquiring the other or anything.
3: I got to watch a lot of uh, the one Freedom Mobile commercial, I guess, that's on television starring Will Arnett, because I came down with a really bad case of Juno's fever and watched um, most of the Juno's live. um, Which was an incredible experience to watch it on CBC's GEM platform, which is, I guess, their streaming platform. Which has a super janky interface, and the way the show was parceled out was, the commercials, sort of eclipsed the amount of actual content by about thirty seconds every segment. Oh man! It was, it was just well, really it's, it's everyone- something
1: else like everyone in canada always talks about like like, like yo know, you watch the junos sure cuz that's the main event but you know what people are really talking about after the junos is the juno commercials that's right that will arno yeah. uh starring
3: in a freedom mobile commercial
1: yeah or like uh you know the um you the in toronto everyone's always talking about what what that uh dastardly robber from the bad boy furniture land commercial uh <laughs> what's what's he got up to
3: now
0: Wait, Dan was Will Dude, Arnett really was Will Arnett really in a commercial? Because he was like the host of it, right?
3: He was in the commercial, um, but I don't think he was the host of it. They didn't really have a host.
0: Oh, maybe he was a Wait, presenter because so I saw him on the is, list of presenters.
3: funny to I think he was maybe a presenter. The show itself was completely fucking bizarre. Like it was totally bizarre. Like they announced artist of the year pretty early on. And they went from announcing the Artist of the Year award smash cut to Alan Doyle of Great Big C talking about the time that he met the bare naked ladies and they sang a sea shanty together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um I mean like, sea shanties are they, so last year. There seems to be no rhyme or reason to uh, to the <laughs> to the uh, sea shanties are so two
0: thousand four like Decemberists. <laughs> So I is, also is the I also Junos... need to
3: add that during the Junos actual the screening of the Junos during during the Juno's stream there were constant ads for the Junos awards that you were watching.
1: Yeah, well what do they want you changing the channel? Yeah. <laughs> um, but
3: no TV I've,
1: Canadian TV does that a lot. Like a lot. There is cuz Canadian like one thing if I remember if I remember thinking back to like watching Canadian TV shows like I, you would always tend to see the ad for the show you were watching as you were watching it. Um, I don't know why we do that so much. Uh, i would never seen it happen here. Um, but it is a strangely Canadian phenomenon to, like, I guess, remind you that the thing you're watching <laughs> is good. <laughs> and please, do, please don't turn it off. If you've just yes. seen
0: Will Arnett uh, saying something real funny on the last ad, you might have forgot that you're not watching Arrested Development. So you need to remember what you're supposed to be watching.
3: Exactly. Has Will Arnett
0: had an acting role in the last fifteen years?
1: I'm gonna be perfectly honest with you guys. I didn't know he was Canadian until just now.
2: Yeah, I guess he was born in Toronto. I think it's kinda bullshit when these people are like, I'm Canadian, but they've been working (laughs) in LA since like nineteen (laughs) seventy
0: five. Yeah.
3: It's like when you're (laughs) not Canadian. when David Frum writes a column about Canadian values. You know.
0: Yeah, they're trying to have it both ways there. I'm look, Looking at the Juno Fan Choice Award, though, it's like, obviously, it was either going to be Shawn Mendes, Justin Bieber, or The Weeknd who ran away with it, because they're the only three artists that have ever been heard of outside of Canada. But it's like, mm-hmm. if you took them out of it, your nominees would have been Ali Gady, Curtis Waters, J.P. Sachs, Lennon Stella... Lay Cowboys Frigants, I remember those guys from last time, <laughs> and Nav. Oh, and Tate McRae. It's French for the smelly cowboys. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: Tate McRae. Like, it seems like, um, uh,
3: like, are these people even famous in Canada, Dan? Uh, so I don't know who any of those people are, except for Lay's Cowboy Frigant, who are uh, they're just like an institution in Quebec. They're kind of like, I guess like the Arkells of the Quebec, like there's no, or no, maybe more like the Blue Rodeo of of Quebec, but like not as good musically, but there's no way to like dislodge them, you know? I I think with Canada, like if you play the CanCon game or the uh, Quebec content game long enough um, and you don't do anything... You know, you don't get arrested for anything terrible. Um, you, you sort of become like a, a barnacle; like you, you, you will not ever be dislodged. There will always be a place at the table for you.
1: I mean, that's what we're doing with the bottleman. Really, is we're trying to get to that place. I would Cancan. love, man. That's
3: that's the shit, though. It's like that's the gravy train. You just grow those roots, roots super deep, diminishing returns yep. mm-hmm. over your career. Yeah. The young you know, gravy train. The young gravy train. <laughs>
1: Yeah, look, you, you, wanna be, you start as Baby No Money, then you get on the Young Gravy train.
0: Okay, so now we, let's, let's start taking some guesses here uh, for anyone who hasn't actually looked at this. Um, let's move on to the second category they list on the Juno site, Single of the Year. We're not going to know any of these song titles, but I guess I'll read them any. Or maybe we've heard one or two of these. But uh, We got Lennon Stella for Kissing Other People, Justin Bieber for Intentions featuring Quavo, the weekend for Blinding Lights, Brett Kissel for Drink About Me. Ooh, good name. And yeah. JP Sex for If the World Was Ending, feature a Julie, featuring Julia Michaels. Which one of those do you think won?
1: So, could you? What's the previous one from before If the World Is Ending?
0: Oh, uh, Brett Kissel, Drink About Me.
1: Okay, that's another. That's another
3: episode one.
1: You've put that in. That's just okay. from episode one. We're gonna look up
0: the lyrics to that one.
3: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I want to hear the lyrics to Drake About Me.
0: Okay, I'm moving past the first verse here. Okay, look, slow kissing in a fast car, jeans sliding <laughs> off in the rain, yeah. Are they driving the car?
3: I hope uh, it's the seat uh, or something. It's unclear. Uh, it could if they're be a driving, Tesla. that's
0: not good.
2: It's a self-driving Tesla,
3: that's fine. It's a self-driving car, yeah.
0: It has to be a country song because they're using brand names of beers in it. I hope a margarita puts you on the coast with me. A cold Corona takes you down to Mexico. And baby, when you take a sip of some strong whiskey, does it put you in that dive bar?
1: What? Um, oh, I'm looking at the next verse here, or what might even be the bridge or the chorus. Uh, I don't know songs. Um, but they it's just like another Canadian, classic Canadian thing where the main city featured is, is Baton Rouge. Uh, which, as <laughs> anyone will know, is not in Canada. <laughs> Baton yeah, Rouge, course. Saskatchewan.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I hope someone thinks I'm American, uh, so I can really move some copies of this song.
1: <laughs> He's like, oh, I was, I was gonna burn, I was gonna burn this CD. Then he said, Baton Rouge. I guess I'll buy a couple more. The
2: woman in this song looks like Laura Loomer.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, Laura Loomer is hot in Canada. I it looks like a that.
2: duet between Lee Carter and Laura Loomer. <laughs> together they're gonna get 0.5 uh, percent of the vote. <laughs>
1: this is this is like look like like look uh, um, the, the Michael Ian Black and Megan McCain couldn't bridge the partisan divide, but maybe just two of like the like most low IQ morons who just like <laughs> are always mad at Twitter are gonna be able to like you know make a country song together that everyone hates.
0: Yes. <laughs> United in opposition. But yeah, okay, yeah, let's let's be honest here. We all know that Drink About Me did not win single of the year.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's conservative, because the Junos have a liberal bias. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's the, all Junos, good-
3: ju- the Junos are liberal. Polaris Prize is, like, uh, hoshist. <laughs>
1: um, and, and, and if this was a meritocracy, all right, then Brett Kissel's Drink About Me would be uh, recognized for you know, you know what it is is um Ben Shapiro and his friends need to like have like a music review show where they sit down and like smoke cigars or whatever and uh in, in tuxedos in their basement and are like uh, Brent Kissel's drink about me is uh is is is, is about real uh <laughs> Canadian values that's right.
2: Brent Kissel owns his own brand of vodka called Deuce
0: Vodka. Deuce, God. vodka. That's French for two. Actually, that's insane that he owns that and then doesn't mention it in his song about drinking. That's so amateurish.
3: Drinking vodka in the car. Well, he believes in a free market. He wants the vodka to succeed on its own merits, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: He should, he should do a song with uh, Lil White where they can,
3: <laughs> <laughs> they, can, they
1: can drink Maker's Mark, and, uh, Maker's Mark and deuce in vodka. I don't think we've Pretty ever good. talked
0: about my favorite Lil White song on here yet. Um... It's like a collab with Juicy J, where it's kind of like when Juicy J uh, was doing solo music outside of 3 Six Mafia, but he didn't leave yet. So his solo music was kind of like low-budget, um, like side-project stuff. So yeah. their song is called, um, oh, I can't remember what it was. It's something. It's a song just about getting insanely fucked up, right? Uh, and then the music video, though. Will White, is White like, made
1: a song about getting insanely fucked up? That doesn't seem Yeah, what a surprise. High, his verse
0: begins... Called. Or actually, Juicy J's verse begins Hanging out with Lil White So you know it's a party night <laughs> but, uh, um, <laughs> so You know, cool. The song itself is produced fairly well But then the video is like they rented a car and a camera And just tried to make it work So Lil White is insanely fucked up He's like fucked up out of his mind Shooting this video in like a parking lot of a gas station And when it comes time to deliver his verse Like the actual verse he delivered in the booth Is really aggressive Just like da 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 but he's so fucked up in the video that he's like passing out in the passenger seat of the car, trying to deliver it. And like, he's <laughs> Zero energy, like barely able to stay awake, but the actual delivery in the recording is so aggressive. It's so funny, man. Oh, it's called <laughs> Stupid Rose. High. That's the song, if anyone wants to go watch it.
1: Oh my God. L- L- that is the perfect name for a Lil White song. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Lil White has his own brand of medical cannabis called OG White Kush. <laughs> imagine mixing that with deuce vodka that would be a night <laughs> to remember
1: oh, yeah. imagine or maybe, uh, mixing or that maybe. with fortune hey. kit
0: brand vodka
1: or maybe a night to forget
0: that's right if you remember it you weren't there all right but let's be honest either the weekend or justin bieber was going to win single of the year so which one of those guys do you think actually won i haven't heard the justin bieber song but i've definitely heard blinding lights do
2: you think it's a uh, winning worthy alex his song's everywhere. They gotta give him something, especially since he made a big stink about not getting a, a Grammy. And well, it, you
0: you are right about that. They had to yeah, give, I, I think mean, that's I think you're exactly right. Like that's why they gave it to him probably. It's like he went <laughs> back to totally. his ex.
3: Yeah, like the Juno's basically basically were like, Don't worry, baby, we got you. <laughs> we got you this yeah. year. Just like we I, had you I, several years prior and the year before that. I, I went to the award store and I asked for the award that every little boy wants. <laughs> <And> they,
1: they, <laughs> gave they gave me this Juno.
0: But it's funny, actually, looking at his um, history at the Junos, he. It's a, it's a little bit different. We talked before about how, like, with a band like Arcade Fire, they gave them nothing when they were making their best albums. Then, once they were so established, they finally started giving them stuff. This is a little yep. different where. In the first couple of years of his career, they gave him a whole bunch, but then mm-hmm. in the last five years, he lost like ten of them in a row. And now that he's been shunned by the Grammys, he won five awards this him year. Back exactly five <laughs> yeah. awards this year.
1: Yeah, they decided well, yeah, they're ready to like reclaim we, him. We knew we knew he was too good for us, like in 2012, 13, or whatever. You know. Yeah. Uh, but now it's like, guys, ah, stocks lower a little bit. Maybe maybe we, we can afford to buy into the weekend fever. Mm-hmm. Exactly
3: We can open our arms uh, Embrace him and say uh, We would never treat you like she did You know um, So what? Who, who else do we have? So we're
0: moving chronologically Or not chronologically But what would you say Like uh, this is the order the Junos Chooses to put these in As like biggest to smallest So it's incredible of course That international album of the year Is next Above Canadian album of the year
1: <laughs> Well yeah because Canada does Canada knows that like You know this is that anything that's number one in Canada that isn't also number one anywhere else is fundamentally an unserious piece of art. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's interestingly, yeah, number one in Canada for the uh, 20th year running. It's the theme song from Corner Gas. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> but as you would expect, the names in this category are just much bigger. Of we got Taylor Swift, Pop Smoke, Harry Styles, Eminem, and Luke Combs. If anyone wants to take a guess. About Are any of these?
1: That? I think the guess is not even so much who won, it's who showed up. Yeah, that's oh, probably like, right.
2: Like none of those not people. Not Taylor were there, Swift. Though.
0: Not Eminem. Like, who would have shown know. up?
2: Luke Combs. Who's Luke Combs?
0: Well, he's like a big country, like pop country guy right now. But yeah, could you imagine Eminem showing up to the Junos?
3: <laughs> oh, no, Well, what I mean, one of the greatest moments I thought of the Junos broadcast were the Arkells congratulating Justin Bieber on a win being like congratulations to Justin Bieber and then to them just showing stock footage of him and some like weird <laughs> excuse of, like oh uh, okay. justin justin couldn't uh, couldn't even be like couldn't even be bothered to uh record like a thank you video <laughs> just, yeah
0: like, just got a <laughs> oh, badass
3: no. Uh, oh no I'm, sure, I'm sure he's busy he's br- busy working on some big hits we don't want to bother him it was just incredible just mail you mail you your juno with an apology yeah
1: (laughs) jesus that is that is just so fucking abject like like canada's because all at all of canada's cultural exports just like wipe their mind of canada the moment they (laughs) leave the country (laughs) (laughs) they're just like well I don't know. I, I don't know where I've come from. I know what I'm doing. I'm not interested <laughs> in anything north of California. Um, I assume that that's just snow. Uh, time to you know, you know, go do the adrenochrome stuff or whatever it is that they all do down there. Um, yes. And I'm just—that's it. Canada is gone from my mind now. I is I have Canada's, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Myself.
0: Canada's problem is that they don't have enough adrenochrome for the big name stars.
3: That's right. The kids Adrenaline just aren't scared enough. Dangerously low.
2: Everyone's too yeah, laid back. The kids, their adrenal glands are just uh, atrophied.
3: Also, yeah, the Canadian right. Shield, the the geographic sort of uh, formation that Canada sits on top of, is very hard to tunnel into. So it's, it's, <laughs> okay, it's I difficult. Just, I just accidentally pulled up the Juicy J
2: Stupid High uh, video again. And the first comment on it, I just noticed, is whenever I'd be too fucked up to drive home, I put this on and it automatically helped me concentrate.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's the it's like Lil White's nothing but drunk driving anthems. So it
2: makes Somehow you better at drunk you driving up. if you listen to it. So it's saving lives. If he wasn't listening to it, he would have died. I guess you're getting like EXP while you listen.
1: <laughs> it gives you a buff. And uh, yeah, if if you you can be obviously drunk in front of a police officer, but if you just if you have that playing, they'll just let you keep going.
0: Or maybe it's like if the police officer pulls you over, he notices that uh Lil White is stupid high by comparison to you and you seem more sober hearing this guy who's out of his mind on the song. <laughs> well, at least he's not Juicy J. Yeah. So International Album of the Year. This is not what I would have guessed. The winner is Harry Styles.
1: Um, did Harry Styles show up, Dan? No. Ah, so close. Um, I, I for one uh, cannot. Believe. So, what do they did they give? Who does someone accept
3: the award on behalf of the people who couldn't be bothered to be there? No, they just kind of like they're just like, and he won the award. They won the award. Like that's, <laughs> and then they just cut to like. I don't know. Yeah, a member of the Barenaked Ladies talking about the time that he and Randy Bachman uh, (laughs) watched something at Bonnaroo together but weren't playing, you know. This this is a a forced
1: conversation between, like, uh, like a teenager and their, like, fading grandparent. Yes. Where it's just like... Oh, it's the the Justin Justin Bieber's grade, and then um, you know who can who can forget Harry Styles? He was in that movie, and then it just the next thing is just like I remember meeting meeting seeing Bachman Turner Overdrive. Yeah, just no, just the gears are just spinning completely independently of one another, like inches away at this point.
0: It makes me think that we should do like the Fortune Kit Awards. Where it's like, and uh, best classic rock band goes to the Rolling Stones. And then we cut to file footage of the Rolling Stones. Yes. <laughs> you might as well yeah. if they're not willing
3: to there show it. There is kind of an on-cinema quality to the Juno Awards. Like, it's definitely yeah. not as entertaining. But, Probably more people yeah. watch on-cinema. Oh, 100%. I, I'd say like 10 times as many people watched on-cinema's Oscar coverage than watched the Juno Awards.
1: I actually think that a super famous person would be marginally more likely to show up to like on cinema to do a walk-on gag than the Junos.
3: Oh yeah,
0: I think that's probably right. Like if you told me that uh, like Eminem or Taylor Swift was going to go on one or the other, I would pick on cinema. I think that makes you look cool. It makes you
2: look hip. But yeah. if you go to the Junos, it makes you look like uh, like a coward.
1: Yeah. Well, oh, why? Why are you going to the? It's it's basically like like a. Like a, like a prize fighter walking into the kids boxing class and being like I'm beating all of you easily it's like yeah of course yeah. you are. Well, why are why have you come here they Eminem should have like a rider
0: one. he should just have a rider that says if I come you have to let me sit on a huge throne that sits like 10 feet
2: above <laughs> everyone else in the room if Eminem shows up you have to let him be the host yes and he has to win
0: every award and he doesn't have to perform yeah. though because it'd be too much work no, all of mm. D12 has to come
1: <laughs> yeah they also get they can pick one award each that they get. Yeah, yeah. they get the awards Doesn't too matter. and they
2: all get to sit in the front row.
1: Um and mo- mostly you can play any music video you want, but uh Eminem has to say it's okay. Uh mostly they're just going to be like it's going to be Eminem just screening the video for Purple Pills. And then all of D12, like pausing it and talking over it and being like, and then giving you a look like, at director's commentary. It's really not much of an award show at this point. It, it's <laughs> sort of more of like a, like, um, uh, uh, like a stage retrospective of D12, but that will still improve ratings.
2: That would be awesome. That would get simulcast in the U S
0: yeah, but they call it the Eminem show, except then they'd have to, uh, buy the rights of the name from him. So they got to call it something else. Like Canada presents Eminem. They like can retroactively pre- <laughs> change the name of the M&M
2: show, the album.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: can- Canada presents a salute to M&M, formerly the Juno. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yeah, you, Eminem, for all you presented know. by yeah. Freedom Canada. Mobile.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, that. Sorry that that reminds me of something. So it, it, Will Arnett, like he doesn't do, I imagine, like phone commercials in the U.S. Like he only does like commercials and stuff in Canada, right? Um, I don't know. I uh, actually
2: don't know. I haven't seen I mean anything either. with him in it. Because yeah. Yeah, that's my knowledge. I
1: was, I was thinking what this reminded me of. Do you know who is, like, and for the last decade has been, like, the ambassador for E.E. E. Mobile, which is, like, one of our big mobile providers in the U.K.? Who's huh. that? It's Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, you literally cannot turn on a, a – you can't go to the cinema – you can't turn on the TV or whatever for you're watching terrestrial T V. You will see Kevin Bacon like once every ten or fifteen
3: minutes. He's not uh, British though. No. We just got him over here as a ringer.
2: Why is he so, over there?
3: So Britain has basically become like nineteen eighties Japan, where like if you're yeah. if you're if you're like kinda wanna keep a low profile about a shilling for a product, you can you can go over there and shill.
0: Yeah, like Arnold Schwarzenegger and all those kind of guys did the
3: yeah, Charles Bronson. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'd say we're we're exactly like that except um our future is uh less bright somehow and everything <laughs> is more annoying. <laughs> <laughs> like I we we have we have as many like like I, I don't know unbearable strange nerds uh with who just like never want to leave their houses, but um ours are much more like, you know, ponytail guys.
3: Yeah. 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 They're no like
2: mirror d- images of each other, except British people are less polite. <laughs> That's
3: mm-hmm. <so>
1: very true. <laughs> um, there's no real
3: British analog for the. G- I guess there's the British musical Award. B- yeah, we have, the yeah, yeah we, have the, the we have the Brits. Yeah, the Brits. The Brits. Yeah. We
1: have we have actually we have a few d- good ones. Uh, we have the Brits. Then we have the Mobos, which is uh, music of Black origin. Yeah. Uh, okay. So it's like uh, we have that. Uh, and then various, you know, film and television stuff. You know, I mean, stuff. to
0: England's credit, it has clearly a higher batting percentage musically than Canada.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely.
2: They've exported culture before at times. Yeah.
0: Forcibly it, at it, times. Forcibly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they at brought the, the point Beatles of some to the world kind of at
2: gunpoint. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> We 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 decided that the um that we could not keep the Teletubbies to ourselves. They needed to be shared. Yeah, and but the here world in, thanks
2: you. Teletubbies low in, key can, slap.
1: They kind of do. <laughs> I just I, I I think that the Teletubbies should like not put politics into what it is that they do. I I think they should like it should be a space for like anyone, no matter how they politically identify.
3: They got to take a page out of Bernie's book, man.
0: But um, moving on with some more awards here. It stri- Actually, having just talked about like corporate uh, stuff, uh, it strikes me that the International Album of the Year didn't have a sponsor, but we get right back into Canadian Albums of so the Year. So it's an
1: opening for Fortune Kit.
0: Yeah, yeah. We should, uh, yes. we should fundraise for next year's. Hell but yes. we get right back to Canadian Album of the Year, and it's presented by Music Canada. Um, I think this one is actually going to be fairly easy to predict. We've got Allie Gaty, uh The Weekend. Celine Dion, whose name is listed twice next to itself for some reason. Justin Bieber and Leonard Cohen. No, Leonard I'm Cohen? Yeah, I guess it's some posthumous thing called Thanks for the Dance. Well, don't give it to him. He's dead. Well, you're on the right track so far. He didn't
2: get a, a it. A
1: Juno is about as useful if you're dead or alive.
2: <laughs> Someone's going to put gonna it on his gravestone, and then the, the caretaker is going to come by and think it's trash, and then <laughs> sweep it up.
3: Sweep it into a dustbin. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's just a Juno. <laughs> Uh, oh, what is this stuck on my shoe? Oh, oh, it's, a, oh it's a Juno. God. People keep yeah, throwing trash in here. Don't track that Juno into the house.
0: Or they might think it's a really small gravestone for a guy named Juno who died and just leave it there.
1: Um it's an so ur- who, are the op- <laughs> who
0: are the options? So we it's got the Ali Gaety. Well, we know that guy didn't win, right? So it's the weekend Celine Dion and Justin Bieber's the ones you should be considering, I think.
1: Uh okay. I'm going to go with Celine Dion because we need to keep uh, Quebec in the fold. And uh, this is a highly political process. Everyone knows it.
0: it the winner is The weekend Because like we said earlier, they're still just sticking it to the Grammys for not giving them anything. They're going to give them everything, you know? Didn't that song right come either. out Singla like four maybe.
2: years ago at this point? <laughs> like how it's long has like, Blinding Lights been, been out? Yeah,
0: it's probably like the Grammys where like 2019 counts for 2020 and then doesn't get awarded yeah. till 2021. 2019. Yeah. So two years ago. Yeah, that makes sense, though. But um, when we move on to the next one here, Artist of the Year presented by Sirius XM Canada, four of the five <laughs> nominees are exactly the same. Uh-huh. And The Weeknd wins <laughs> just, again. I might as well not even also, bother wasting our time
1: here. <laughs> Wait, so it's, it's basically Canada presents a salute to The Weeknd. Yes. yes.
0: Yes. It would have been if funny was, if he didn't be, show up.
1: If there's gonna be one presented by SiriusXM. I would really have liked it to have involved um, uh, um, uh, like Jim Norton or uh, Anthony
3: Kumiya or something.
1: Or Eric
0: <laughs> Alper, I think his. Yeah. Show's oh on man! be uh, great. Man, they should I have was... the
2: Compound Media Awards.
3: Eric Alper needs to host the next Junos. Yeah, if he could have just uh, yeah. presented let's for put this, this one. Let's put this beef in the fridge, you know. And uh and start make start making a bridge and and help get our boy Eric Elper hosting Juno's twenty twenty two. Let's I'm, go.
1: Well imagine how good of a host of a music awards show he would be. He would just come on and be like, Hey, what's a song you remember? And everyone would just say it and it would be very engaging. I think it'll be the equivalent um, of
2: how many y'all like sex.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. How many are, like Eric the Alper-
2: Rolling Stones?
1: Woo! Eric, Eric Alper hosting the Junos would be the Bernie Mac, uh, I ain't scared set. Yes. But it's, I think that it, um, they, would, they would react exactly like that.
0: An award show might be too polemical for him because someone's going to win and everyone else is going to lose, where he'd rather just ask you, who do you think should win and then not listen to all the replies, you know?
3: We're just kind of leave it at that, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah only he doesn't about actually want to choose a winner.
2: I read that on CNN. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry, the Crap News Network. There it is. The
2: Communist News Network. Of course they (laughs) like Eric Alper.
1: Yeah. They like Eric Alper because he does engagement collective farming. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay,
0: I think this is a much more exciting... Now we're getting into the real Canadian shit, now that we're past the first couple. Group of the Year, presented also by SiriusXM Canada. This one, I want to hear people's thoughts. We've got Loud Luxury... Half Moon Run, The Glorious Sons, Arkells, and The Reclaws. <laughs> it's, it's oh, gotta I'm be gonna the go Arkells with Arkells. They're the They're
1: the only. They're the o- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In Canada, we haven't heard about any of the stuff he did yet. We're a few years behind. Uh,
0: he did what? <laughs> I think he would send a message from prison uh, if he was nominated.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that time. What? if he A filmed he wins message judo from and... Bill
2: Cosby on his deathbed. <laughs> They don't like Not him in America, that, but we can, we can claim him. <laughs>
1: we, we can get him up here. But The funnier ending for that would be that still doesn't work. <laughs> Bill Cosby's like, do you want to record a video message you've won a Canadian Music Award? Like, nah. Yeah, they just <laughs> show file footage from the Cosby yeah. show.
0: <laughs> but uh, Riley, your guess uh, was correct that the Arkells are the group of the year.
1: Well, it's because that's the only one I've like, va- like, okay. Uh, a sort of a peek behind the curtain at, uh, is about my sort of understanding of music. Is that I, 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 I really enjoy music. I just, I really, in, I, I, I'm very into like techno. So I don't really know a lot of bands. Uh, the Arkells is one that I do know. I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you a song they've done, but it's a name I've heard before. And as far as I can tell from the other awards uh, the other awards that have been given out um the junos seems to be a contest of what would someone who lives in a different country and mostly listens to the kinds of music not covered here recognize from having seen it ambiently in the world
0: yeah and that heuristic R- proved correct
3: riley are you are you sure that you haven't heard of the Arkells because uh, you've heard me talk about the Arkells? <laughs> It is entirely possible that I have heard you talk that's about the exactly Arkells. That's exactly how
0: I've heard it. Yeah, that's the only place okay. I've heard that name. I just heard of it now.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm um, actually doing PR for them. I'm, I'm doing. I'm. They're part of their street team. So.
0: Yeah, they need American cred, so you just subtly drop them on this show yeah. now and then.
3: Exactly. Right,
0: I'm well, gonna start uh, even actually, quicker uh, through some of yeah. these here, but uh, I just want to point out that for Breakthrough Artist of the Year. Presented by Factor, the government of Canada and Canada's private radio broadcasters, uh, one
1: of the artists just doesn't Wait, have sorry. her name listed. Presented by the government of Canada, but then two others, like they couldn't pony up enough cash to pay yeah. it their own. Canada's thing. private
0: radio broadcasters are
3: included. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I, I have another layer to add to this too, because the the person who actually presented this um, this award is uh, Canadian Minister of Heritage Steve, uh, Stephen Gilbo, who. Um, listeners to bottleman will know as the guy with final approval over what war criminals get inscribed to the victims of memorial uh victims of communism memorial oh, so how come yeah. how come roman <laughs> Shukyevich got best country album <laughs> yeah, exactly so weird ante pavelich sweeps junos
1: <laughs> yeah the, the 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 weekend has been encouraged to make a new song about operation paperclip
3: yeah that was That was a real treat to see that guy up there. Um, I got I, I, why, why but why would we get like it's not as though like
1: they get like uh, I don't know the whoever's in charge of culture in America to present at the Grammys <laughs> again, that's very that very much seems like a base like uh, like almost like the substitute teacher version of getting someone to present at an award show Yes.
2: I can't yes. even imagine who that would be for America. Um,
1: like Andrew Cuomo, I guess he's in charge of the the he's Secretary in charge of the city of, in- of culture of the
2: interior. I don't know.
1: No yeah, one would got... know
2: who it was.
1: <laughs> and presenting best rap album, it's Janet Yellen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think there's there's so many text issues on this site because, yeah, Celine Dion's name was listed twice for hers. She's double. Then one of the women for the breakthrough artist just has no name. And now I'm scrolling down more and we're at the Songwriter of the Year presented by SoCan. The winner is clearly The Weeknd because his picture's here. But this is what it says. Instead of like saying his name and, or like the writing credits for the song, it's publishers, Cobalt Songs, Music Publishing, Warner Chapel Music Canada and Universal Music Publishing Canada After Hours, Co-Songwriters, Carlo, Elangelo, uh, Montagnese, uh, Mario, Winans, Blinding Lights, Save Your Tears, Co-Songwriters, Max Martin, Oscar Holter, After Hours, The Weeknd. <laughs>
1: is that an an amazon product description
2: that's what it seems like it's so funny that they gave the weekend every single award for a
0: song that came out two years ago it's so cool man it really i guarantee you it really is just vindictiveness about the grammys
1: yeah that that completely tracks for canada like I, i have i have no doubt charles that you are fully correct like what didn't the weekend win i think is the big question well, they d- they
3: didn't win Children's Album of the Year. Oh, yeah. We're going to well, have to check that out. Most, that was, that's the most political. Yeah, that's the I one think, that
0: we had talked about before.
3: And and Charles, I think you were, I think, if I remember right, your prediction was 100% correct.
0: Let's see. I'm going to no, scroll and No, maybe it foods. wasn't,
3: though. I'm looking at it right now. So the, the nominees were Letters and Numbers by ABC Sing Song, uh, Good Night to You All, Traditional Lullabies from Ireland and the U.K., Yawn. by Charlie Hope um, Small But Mighty by Gina Lena Jim uh, uh-huh. Monaco by Nyako Bako and Kalimba's At Work and then Heart yeah. Parade by Splashin' Boots
0: I think that we actually got this
3: one wrong because I remember picking I think we liked ABC Sing
0: Song because they had a song yeah. for each ABC Yeah, we
3: thought that was pretty good
1: yeah, it's the too winner facile. went to.
2: It's not sufficiently challenging. Yeah, maybe yeah, in well, America
0: like, that would fly.
1: Yeah, I think like if I mean I think a lot of those kids artists like they actually take a lot of their inspiration from Steely Dan, uh, and if you listen to the lyrics, it's very dark, but it's very quite like um, uh, melodically complex. So like when they like they'll, they'll often use sort of like syncopation or a moo major chord or whatever when they're leading into the song. And the whole thing is really designed to be kind of like like when like this is like you could hear it in Wheels on the Bus. Uh, you can but you can hear it in many of the songs mentioned here is that it's it's, it's music that sort of is um, conceals within it a certain kind of darkness. And I think that we appreciate that in Canada. Uh, this yeah. is the one serious award I think that's being given out this evening. When at the end of the
2: ABCs, you say, "Next time, won't you sing with me?" That's uh, there's a deep loneliness at the core of it. Yeah, and yeah. the song
0: that they're in—the song they want you to sing with them—is Eminem's "Kim," so it's really much darker <laughs> than you think.
1: Well, because it plays in this in the territory of uncertainty, right? It is the the yes, you, you know, the act of singing. But it is you. You put yourself at risk, not knowing what you are to sing, and it is it is in this way that the conclusion of the ABC song asks us, it, it asks us to live to live our lives at risk of otherwise dying, even though we could end up singing uh, a sort of much more uh, dark and troubling song like Eminem's "Kim," you know. And that's what's so sad about
0: ABC Sing Songs Letters and Numbers losing. To splash and boots, heart parade. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a good one too. I like I like that name. I remember we looked them up in the previous episode, but I really wanted ABC Sing Song to come away with that. I think the other one uh, we we definitely have to get to though, which uh, listeners will be interested to hear. We got to see what happened to Baby No Money and Young Gravy that's for right. their uh, album Baby Gravy Two. <laughs> they were up Nasty. against. They were up against um, Eric Raprid for Cold World. Nev's Good Intentions Brown Boy 2 Deluxe Version 88 Glam's New Mania and Toby's Elements Volume 1 I mean it seems like Baby No Money and Young Gravy should have been a shoe in there but unfortunately it went to Toby for Elements Volume 1
3: Young Gravy and Baby No Money were People gotta
2: stop putting 88 in things (laughs) They really do Like Joji made his record label 88
1: Rising Uh huh Oh, come on! Interesting. Yeah. Um. So, is is who are is what category is this in? Uh, This is rap album of the year. Okay.
0: Um. So Toby, who won, is actually Nigerian. He was born in Lagos, and uh, as an artist, he got famous in Toronto, but he's not actually from there. It seems like.
1: Yeah, I just i i i think you know um. An, an, an artist like uh, Baby No Money is going to be able to parlay a Juno snub into um, one of these famous Canadian rap beefs. So I, uh, I actually wonder if this wasn't intentional.
0: Yeah, we're going to get some good tracks out of it. They're mm-hmm. going to channel that anger into uh, some pointed disses at Toby.
3: Passed Has there over. ever been
2: a deadly rap beef in Canada?
3: Uh, that's a good question. Don't know. Don't think so. Is
2: there an East Coast, West Coast thing?
3: <laughs> Vancouver versus uh,
2: uh, Halifax? Uh, I mean,
3: the, the rap scene in Canada is kind of like there's Toronto where a- absolutely everything happens. Yeah. And then there was Halifax for a while that had like, you know, J-Rock.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, no, like mostly the, the main <laughs> rap beefs in Canada are between uh, J-Rock and then uh, Ryland, who's Neon Wario on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> yes,
3: that's the biggest rat <laughs> beef in Canada. Uh, oh, and then in BC, we had uh, swollen members who have won a lot of Junos for their uh, that career. that
1: that has brought me back a memory uh, just now. It's got brought me back so, a memory so much I can see on the waveform on audition. I've actually peaked. I apologize, um, but <laughs> do you remember uh, Dan that there was a commercial for Much Music once that was like. Two old guys talking about uh, how their dicks didn't work and that they didn't understand much music. Um, yes. And they would be like, and, they, and they, it was sort of set up like, uh, oh, I don't like music these days, and the name of some of these groups. And then one said, Not by choice, and the other says, Ugh, Not my choice. And then the other, and then the first one says swollen members, and the second one's like, "I got that problem already." And it was like, "Oh, this is it's
3: so uh,
2: cool." Wait, I mean,
3: how does it not work? But it's swollen. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe it's maybe he's talking about his prostate. Yeah. Um. I. I th- but it's like. <laughs> is but that it's the like member? Sta- that's like the Cancon version of Statler and Waldorf, basically. Just yeah,
1: just getting terrible. get getting mad that kids are listening to like. You know, no FX on much music.
0: I was going to say we have one more to close out, but I think there's actually two we should read before we close out. For Country Album of the Year, we got to update people that, uh, you know, Jade Eagleson, one of our favorites, his self-titled album was up against Lindsay L. Heart Theory, Mackenzie Porter's Drinkin' Songs, The Collection, Dallas Smith's Timeless, and Tenille Towns' The Lemonade Stand. And unfortunately, <laughs> Tenille Towns beat out Jade Eagleson, so it's, he's going to have to wait another year.
3: Oh man, uh, I was really pulling for Jade Eagleson.
0: I think he's got a long and storied career ahead
2: of him.
1: I, I want to look up the lyrics. I guess He's
0: too country.
3: I, I'm looking up the lyrics here
1: to Tenille Towns' "The Lemonade Stand." Uh, what do we got? Um, well, I'm. I'm tr- oh, oh, that's the that's the the album. So let's let's grab one of the uh, one of the most viewed singles. Jersey on the Wall, I'm Just Asking, is one of the most viewed singles. It seems to be about... uh, Okay, the chorus is, if I ever go to heaven, I got a long list of questions. Like, how do you make a snowflake? Are you angry when the earthquakes? How does the sky change in a minute? How do you keep this big rock spinning? If you got your hands in everything that happens, then why couldn't you stop that car from crashing? Forgive me, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. So it appears to be a. Oh st- man, I was really hoping
0: <laughs> at the snowflake part. I was really hoping for like a political turn. Yeah, you know?
1: I, it's all, I'll be perfectly yeah, honest. That's why I seized on the chorus. I was like, "Come
3: on, baby, <laughs> get, get, <laughs> how do you how do you make a snowflake? You fill them full of soil. Yeah. Uh, mm. Send them to
1: send them <laughs> to freaking university, in my opinion. Yeah, where they.
2: It's like miracles by ICP, but less endearing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's.
0: Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: Yeah. It doesn't have any of the
2: charm.
1: It is as it's, it's like a a sad version. It's, you know, it is, it's miracles by ICP, but like with the tonality of uh, mad world. Yeah. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Well, that would be dear
2: God by XTC.
0: It's like, they just flipped the phrasing of like, you could do the ICP song in that style of just, uh, I got to ask you how do magnets work? Lord, you know, like just—it's just like a different way of asking the same question.
1: Yeah, that's right.
2: What's that big ball in the sky? What makes my eyes hurt when I look at it?
1: Yeah. Um my my th- my boy my boyfriend was listening to the Lil White Juicy J song while he was driving. How did he die? It yeah, shouldn't have mattered exactly. that Lord, he was I, drunk. I I couldn't <laughs> you have
2: made that. Why couldn't you have let that drunk driver listen to Juicy J so he could concentrate? His <laughs> kids wouldn't have died.
0: Amen. Um, last update before we go is for Francophone Album of the Year. We had uh, Louis Jean Cormier, Quand la Nuit Tomb, uh, <laughs> Two Frères, A tous Les Vents,
3: Les Cowboy
0: Frigants for Les Antipodes, Pierre Le Pointe Pour De Jour Le Ennui, <laughs> and Clo Pelgag for Notre Dame Delures. Oh, c- <laughs>
1: unfortunately- oh, yeah, Notre Dame oh, Delures. That's our version of 99 Red Balloons. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds no, like why?
0: it. But uh, unfortunately, Louis-Jean Cormier Quandela New Wheat Tomb won, which is one of the least funny oh, names. Fuck, so I lost $100. God
3: damn <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Sitting here in Montreal, listening to you read that list, is that is maybe the funniest name on that list. That's pretty good, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess I wouldn't know, but you know what? I, a lot of our favorites just didn't win. Did any
2: of our I favorites think, win? It's because
3: of I the fucking weekend. I don't think any weekend. of our faves won. Yeah, yeah you got to yeah, get him out of that country
2: because he's winning all the awards. He's
0: getting all the attention. You know, we just got to give him one Grammy so that he stops going to the See, Junos.
1: the solution is, when you've like lost clout in the U.S., but you're still too like big for Canada, there's always Britain. There you go. <laughs> yeah.
3: I'm convinced that after this in-depth coverage, uh, this granular coverage that we've done on the Junos, that um, there's absolutely no way that Fortune Kit won't be asked to present at least the Francophone Award for next year.
0: Well, I mean... Yeah, I'll gladly do it if they want
3: to get in <laughs> yeah, touch. Yeah, we need to make this happen.
1: We we need we need like this is the shot in the arm that can, that Canadian media needs is uh Charles presenting yeah. the Francophone Malcolm <laughs> Awards.
2: We're gonna mispronounce it until they start speaking English.
1: I mean, you you joke, but that's basically Conservative Party policy, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: but yeah, Riley, thanks for being here. Thanks for. uh Discovering about 60 new artists probably tonight. You got a lot to listen to. That's right. To I
1: have so much to catch up on about my own culture. Uh but guys, it was a blast. Thank you very much for having me on. For sure. Yeah, thanks.
3: Yeah, man.